And you are going to walk in the fullness of God's blessing, God's reality for your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, I, I love Pastor Jonathan, Reverend Dr. Jonathan. You know, I spoke to him on the phone and said, wow, this man is a sweet man. And my spirit just kind of flow towards him. Hallelujah. So we thank God for his life. Hallelujah. There are greater things to come. Hallelujah. Let us be seated. Glory be to God. I would also like to introduce to you my precious brother, Brother Victor Dosa. You're welcome to my name of Jesus on behalf of the ministry. Uh, the ministers in the house and the workers, praise the Lord. What I would really like today, to the glory of God, is to share some of the things that uh, I didn't understand when I was growing up as a Christian. There's a lot of questions that I ask. And I said, God, how, is it, how does this happen? How does this happen? And I just don't know, and I have these questions. For years, I keep asking. There's nothing wrong with asking God questions. Amen. Amen. God will answer you. He will speak to your heart. You may not know how he's going to do it, but he will. You know, there are some times when I keep asking God, I say, God, how do you speak to people? Especially when ministers usually say, God spoke to me. And I say, boy, I must be really bad. God don't ever speak to me. What I don't realize is God really speaks to me every single second of the day. I just didn't recognize it. Hallelujah. The primary way that God speaks to you is, of course, his word. Hallelujah. God moves in the power of his word. Whatever he's going to achieve, accomplish in your life is going to be by the power of his word. But this day, it is given unto you to understand the mysteries of the kingdom of God, the deep things of God, because that's what the spirit of God has come to do in your life. The Bible says when the spirit of truth shall come, he will teach you all truth. So who is your teacher? The spirit of God. And the Spirit of God has gifted our pastor with a, with a teaching gift to minister to you. But ultimately, who is your teacher? The Spirit of God is. So you need to learn to spend time with the Spirit of God. Spend time under the Word of God. And the Spirit of God will bring those words to come alive. And you'll be surprised. As I said, it's not by power. It's not by mind. It's by the Spirit of God. Most of us think, well, uh, you know, God can use Pastor Jonathan. He fast 40 days uh, in a month. I don't think I can do it. It's not about that. Thank God for our past. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so I, I would just like to break some of the things down that I really didn't understand. How does God speak to me? But God told me about it without even me knowing. And it took me, after God spoke to me, it took me about 25 years to understand what God was speaking to me. So one day, I went to a meeting in London, uh, Reverend Peter Morgan's meeting. So Reverend Peter Morgan, I haven't seen him for a while, but if you hear Manage to come across this, please get in touch. Through this ministry, I would love to hear from you. Hallelujah. And it was ministry. I was coming up the stairs, which was about 30 stairs up. And suddenly God spoke to me and said, I'm going to heal a woman here. She's been looking for the fruit of the womb for so many years. She is healed today. She's receiving a miracle today. And I first said, I said, I'm not ministering at this meeting. Why is God talking to me? I said, my God, I hope I'm not a false prophet. <laughs> Honestly, because I was questioning, why is God telling me that? Because I sensed it in my spirit. I heard it for the very first time, very clear. And I said, I hope it's not the wrong spirit. God delivered me from So we finished the meeting and uh, people were called out. The first lady on the line, as, this man, as the precious man of God, a wonderful friend, wanted to, she couldn't hear what the woman said. Without me realizing I was saying anything, I said, she wants the fruit of the womb. It was way ahead. I was right. It's a big, it's a big cathedral. And, uh, sorry, I can't hear you. He wants the, she wants the fruit of the womb. She's the one that God spoke. And this thing was bypassing my mind. 
You see, I will not have, uh, you know, so, oh, sorry, you want the fruit of the womb. Then I realized, wow, that's it. That must be God. And then I went away. After that meeting, I went to the woman and said, congratulations. You have your children. God spoke to me before I got into the building. And you would think I'm a special. There's nothing so-called. There's only one special. You know who that person is? His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. And guess where he lives today? He lives in your heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So where he moves, and he moves through, through you, through me, through you. <laughs> Glory be to God. Through you. Amen. Another occasion happened where I really thought this was really very bad was when my uncle was entertaining someone. We just had a big bowl of Eba. I mean, when I say big bowl, my uncle loves Eba. And we had this bowl of Eba, and a, a precious woman came in to actually, to actually ask. Uh, my uncle then said, this woman traveled all the way from Nigeria to actually attend a, attend a medical center for a medical problem. And he said, well, you're a pastor. I wish you didn't say that right now because I don't feel anything spiritual right now. I'll just finish me a bowl of it. But I was working according to my carnal mind, what I think I know. Hallelujah. And we started praying. And within two seconds of praying, I saw a flash, and I couldn't understand exactly what it meant. It was like a flash. And I told this woman as I came out, we stopped praying, and I said, you had a fight with someone. She said, I've never had a fight in my life. I'm a child of God. I said, you are living in a wooden stair place. You were living downstairs. The lady was on top of the stairs, and she pointed to you. She said, yes, that's my landlord's lady, and my landlord's wife. I was just thinking, well, well, well. Thank God I didn't blow it in public. It was just my uncle's there. And when she really finished, then I realized God was speaking. You see, like God will speak to you, 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 like God will speak to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Like God will speak to you, like God will speak. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to step out and think, no, 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 they will say you're this. It doesn't matter who you are. It's what God says you are. Hallelujah. There, there was a controversy. Well, is it a controversy? Some, someone came to me and said, have you watched this? And said, what is that? He said, really, is it true that we are miracle workers and not him? God has got us to be unheard. And I said, well, you can look at it this way. Acts of Apostle 19 said, 1912, about Paul. How many of you know that uh, Paul never performed a single miracle? It was bold enough to say yes, no. If it's yes, raise up your hand. You believe Paul never, Paul never performed a miracle? Did he? Who said that? God bless you. You bold. You're a bold brother. Let's go to Acts of Apostles 19, 11, and 12. Before we do that, I'd like to welcome my good friend, Ayuri. <laughs> Hallelujah. And Iona, it's good to have you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Is that 11? Verse 11. What does it say there? No, read it slowly. And? Too fast. And ooh. Glory. Did you hear that? And God. What did he do? Wrote special, unusual miracles through the hands of Paul. Brother, what's his, what's your name? Chuku. Ojuku. Ngochuku. Oh, you must forgive me. I'm so sorry. What is it? Lucas. Oh, thank you. You made that easy. <laughs> now, God wrote special might and miracle through the hands of, because it's God, you see. It is not a boss. 
this treasure we have in it in verse that the excellence of power may not be of us but of God himself so you can see by that statement that God never Paul never did God did through him hallelujah Amen. so really I'm sorry I just wanted to to really yeah if you didn't realize where I was going you would definitely say yeah but it's actually true Paul it's, it's God who was working through Paul and the same God is in your life working through you do not be afraid of that hallelujah so this woman went on praying and this woman suddenly fell back into the chair as I as I was laying hands on her she just fell back she woke up later and said did you did you hear that sound I said what sound she said God just touching him and she felt the sound drop from her what has happened is her tummy was this big and she thought she was pregnant but she wasn't pregnant she wasn't sick either because the woman who was at the top of the stairs spoke some certain words into her life well, thank God for Jesus concerning you by the reason of the anointing yokes are destroyed Amen. hallelujah Amen. yokes are destroyed Amen. hallelujah so I said, no, God actually has never told you to work miracles. He does it. So when you ask the question, are we miracle workers? No, God is. We're just his servant. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you want to see God move mightily? Look unto Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Amen. And I said, I, I can understand where they go when they say we are miracles, but we are not. God is. Jesus Christ said the works that I do, I don't do it by myself. It's the Father in me that doeth the works. And you know when Jesus Christ told Peter to walk on the water, guess what Peter did? He just stepped out the boat. The things that he does naturally, he did and God turned into a miracle. You see, it was natural. You just stepped and God said they shall lay hand on the sick. How miraculous is that? This is what pastor told you to do. He said, touch your name. Charles and Francis Hunter, who are blessed and miraculous gift, they believe when they hold hands together, there is a flow of power flowing through them. And you better know you don't have empty hands. You better know when you sleep at night and you say, honey, you look tired. I speak into your life today in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I was working on the way, railway engineer, there is this precious brother who is job date and was arm robbery for a very long time. Arm robbery. So he was in prison. He was in prison uh, and he started crying out. And then he realized, uh, he remembered when his grandmother was praying for him. And he just cried and he started speaking in the spirit. Glory be to God. At that time he cried out for Jesus Christ. So by way of a miracle they released him. And we were together on that track this day. And he said his wife has always had hemorrhaging. It's always been hemorrhaging for a very long time. And he's really making her way. She couldn't do this. But guess what happened? I said, it is that wonderful that Jesus Christ is still alive today? Isn't that wonderful that when you get home today, you're going to lay hands on your wife and she'll be healed instantly? He got home. He said, I just literally touched her. And she jumped out as if she was hit by a boat of electricity. By himself, not that I went to his house to pray with him. Himself, he just did that. And the anointing flowed from him into the wife. And he said, from that day, she never experienced it again. The, the, the fact is, we, we do say we believe the things of God and when it comes to the word of God. But we don't put up our simple faith. When it comes to the things of God, we have to. You see, when the Bible says that men will not be able to endure sound doctrine, what people tend to call sound doctrine is the Ten Commandments. No, the sound doctrine is all about Christ Jesus being your all in all. Everything. He is your everything. Okay, so this is what I didn't realize uh, at first. A brother, the last time I came to Nigeria was about... Uh, how many years ago is that? 97. No, 2017. How many years ago is that? 
six years. This precious brother who is a cab driver, he was ministering to me, but I was just at the back seat. He said, sir, have you given your life to Jesus Christ? He said, because without Jesus Christ, you know, I said, no, I haven't given my life to Jesus Christ. I don't think it's necessary. And he looked at me, I said, he said, it is. Give your life to Jesus Christ. And I then told him, I said, I love your spirit. You're wonderful. Thank you for sharing this with me. But have you ever thought of the fact that the Bible says that we were dead in our trespasses, in our sins? Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 1 and 2. We were dead. I'm a dead man. I have no life to give. A dead man cannot give you anything. I said, but what it is is not about giving. It's about receiving. As many as as many as receive, oh glory be to God. You see, from that very moment, you realize you receive a life. Then you know wherever you go, there is a, there is a life that you have. It's not what you're trying to accomplish. It's what Jesus Christ has already accomplished. And it lives in you. Let him free. You don't need to really do, uh, uh, protect the tiger, a lion. Just set the thing free. And you will see the beast in him coming out. Let the anointing, the life of Jesus Christ come out of you. You will surprise yourself. Glory be to God. Brother. Brother Lucas. Praise God, my fine brother. Hallelujah. You see, and that's what the Bible says. We don't give. We receive. That's the difference between the old covenant and the new covenant. The old covenant will say, if you were diligently hacking unto the voice of the Lord thy God to do all that he has commanded you to do, to do, then he will bless you. Deuteronomy 28. Obedience is very important, is it not? But guess what happened? Who's obedience? Romans 5, 19. Are you there? Where is my brother here? Thank you so much. Can we put it on the... 19. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made... Now, what makes one a sinner? What makes one a sinner? You become a sinner because you are born in Adam. He is a sinner. He was your elected representative. He took you into the slavery market because he became a slave. Everything born of him is born into slavery. So you were a slave by the virtue of being in Adam. Adam. Did I say? <laughs> Hallelujah. So, oh glory. So by the obedience of one man, by the obedience of who? Glory be to God. Are you flowing with me today? By the obedience of one man, what happened? Oh, glory. You were reading that, that you is written on the but These are not my words. Everything I say to you today, please, I'm not offended. You can throw it away if you believe it's not the word of God. You don't have. If you, that's what you believe, your choice. Amen? You can even come to me after and say, you don't even have to come to me after. Just wave like this and I will answer your questions. Yeah? If you think I'm going too fast, if you think you don't understand what I'm saying, just do wave, wave across. And I will endeavor to put more light on it. If you think I'm speaking too fast, just do this. Then I know that's thinking, uh, speaking too fast. If you have a question, just wave. Then we will do it. So by the obedience of who? By the obedience of one man shall many be made righteous. Glory be to God. You know, sometimes, this is what I struggled with when I was, when I was growing up, you know. I have a sincere heart of God, but I see myself just failing and failing. I fast, I pray. God, what? Then I realized I got it all twisted. I was trying to perfect in the flesh what God has made perfect in the spirit. 
Did you get that? I was trying to make real what God has already perfected in the spirit. So you see, when you speak about holiness, it takes faith. Of course, in those days, uh, uh, the key message then, ah, shall a sister make heaven? If uh, she's wearing a lipstick? <laughs> sister, look at your head. No, not you, brother. Praise the Lord. I love them glasses. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, my sister, can a sister make heaven if you've got a... Uh, uh, long hairs or this uh, I mean for God's sake it's not about the hair that you, you make but you must have a bit of common sense to know that uh, as a child of God let the spirit of God speak to you that's called wisdom there was a man of God who went to a, a particular city and he was whistling just about he, he didn't mind and people never come to his meeting Little did he realize when you do that, when you just whistle, people think evil of you. So they did internal thinking, now this man must be, he cannot be a man of God. But, but what is in that? It's a cultural thing. Hallelujah. That doesn't really make him evil. It's just that's what they believe in their own culture. Some, some churches, if you go there without a tie as a lady, you will go back down again. You will go back there again because it will make you feel so guilty. But there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Why is there no condemnation? Because Jesus Christ took the brought of the wrath of God that you deserve. He took it upon yourself. He was made sin so that you can have his righteousness. 4 Spirit chapter 2 verse 7. What does it say? I have a timekeeper in my house. Who's my timekeeper? Bless you. When I'm five minutes to go, just do like this. I know you're not asking a question. You're just telling me five minutes. Say that again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God is good. Now, I just want to make sure that I, I get right. Praise the Lord. Okay, where are we? He said, unto you, therefore, he talks about us being a precious only stone. Uh, things like, but here in verse 7, he says, unto you, therefore, which believe it, he is precious. Glory be to God. He is what? He is precious. Now, what he's talking about there is this. Unto you that believe it. Amplified Bible and the Passion Bible says this. Unto you that believe it, you is the preciousness. What that means is this. The preciousness at which God loves, behold, value the Father, uh, the Son, Jesus Christ, is the same preciousness that is on you. John 3.16, Amplified Bible. He said, for God, in, in, in the New King James, for God so loved the world. That word so is an old English word that means so value, and so, is so, who's got Amplified Bible here? Can we change that to Amplified Bible? One second. Thank you. Are you still here today to the glory of God? Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay. First, is this, the, this is the kingdom. For God so loved, it means to greatly value and to greatly prize. When you put such a big prize on something, when something is so important to you, praise the Lord. And guess who that is? That's you. The preciousness of God is upon you. Like Jesus Christ said concerning his son, Be, uh, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Glory be to God. So the same thing with, with Jesus and Peter. Peter never, uh, for a long time, didn't understand Jesus Christ. He is the G-O to be. God, after Jesus had to speak to him, when he made an utterance, that was not from the Father, although he's had revelation from God the Father, where he said, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And I said, no, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. God has just spoken through you. And I suddenly made another utterance and said, get it behind me, Satan. 
you cannot think the thoughts of God, but the thoughts of men. He wasn't actually finishing with Peter. He was dealing with the spirit that was behind that utterance. And he moved on with Peter. Hallelujah. He moved on with Peter. Glory be to God. But Peter is such an incredible character, isn't it? Such an incredible character. Glory be to God. So, the pre our first Peter, there you go. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his only begotten son that whoso shall believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So when I wake up and pray in the morning, I give thanks. And it takes wisdom to uh, tap into the wisdom of God. How many of you know that you have to pray for wisdom every single day? Oh, don't raise your hand, Pastor. I know you. I mean, you know you have to wait, uh, pray for wisdom every single day. Jesus Christ is your life. He is the wisdom. He is both the wisdom and the power of God. If Christ is in you, you can flow in divine wisdom every second of the minute if you pay attention. But somebody say, aha, there we got you, Pastor. But James chapter 1 verse 5, 6 says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. They did not say so. The word usually ask most of the time is like they say in French, demand. To put a demand on what is already there. Like you have water in the tank. You put a demand on what is in that tank, the water in the tank, by unlocking that tap. That tap is your faith that releases what is there and Christ Jesus is the wisdom of God that is within you. How many of you know the first, Bible, the first, uh, the first book of the New Testament that was written? Who is it? Who? What is it? Sorry? Okay. Thank you. Does anyone have any other answer? Somebody said Timothy. Look. I'm looking. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Don't be embarrassed. Just, just lap it up. Don't worry. I don't mean anything about it. Actually, it's not a book of, it's not any of the Gospels. The first book that was ever written was the book of James. The book of James. Go check it out. The book of James was the first book in the New Testament written. James was not familiar with the teaching of Paul. Therefore, you will see James says, is there anyone sick among you? Let him call upon the elders. Let him anoint him with oil. How many of you know that is symbolism? Jesus Christ is the anointed one. Hallelujah, he dwells on the inside of you. Are they clever yoke broken by the reason of the anointing? How many bottles of oil do we have left? Uh, I think we have about 20. Will we have enough for all these people? Hmm. Is the anointing that breaks the yoke. That anointing is Christ Jesus on the inside of you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You see, how the winning of the mind to some certain things bring it to a place. A precious sister of mine, she's my junior sister's friend. I went to the house because we've known her for a long time. The children, they were going to some little bit of challenge. I entered the house. And I said, what's happening here? I said, the whole house. In front of there is mold here and everything. And even on your system. And guess what she said? She said, oh, nothing is wrong with that, Pastor. He says it's just the anointing oil. I said, God is not responsible for the foolishness of his people. Your TV is poor. Your radio is poor. Because you're doing anointing in Jesus' name, every demon. And the whole place was with anointing oil. No disrespect. No disrespect. Two people who use anointing oil. That's their choice. It is not my place to start a disrespect or saying some certain things, but some certain things we said in different quarters. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. But thank God for your precious spouse. Thank God for where you are. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. 
How many of you know that women are the weakest vessel? That's what the Bible says, right? Hmm? And you're the Lord of Master. Men are the Lord of Master. Women. I mean, I'll tell you what. Women are the crown of their husband. An excellent woman is the crown of her husband. Hallelujah. You see, in 1 Peter 3, 7, when the Bible was saying, let's put it there, 1 Peter chapter 7. You see, they say, it is, women are wonderful. I have one as a mother. That ought to tell you something. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And thank God for our mother. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I thank God for my father. He was a non-resident father, but bless him. <laughs> Amen. Likewise, you husbands, what should you do? Dwell with them according to knowledge. What knowledge do we walk by? The knowledge of God's word. Praise the Lord. I'm just going to give you a little bit of this so that it whets your appetite to search. That's what I'm doing. I'm just getting to look at the Bible, to start looking in it afresh and say, okay, what does that mean? And what does that mean? So, Pastor, the questions is going to come to you. Oh, praise the Lord. Given honor unto who? How many of you do that? I trust you, my Pastor. Hallelujah. It is a wonderful thing to do. You see, when Paul was talking to Ephesians, he said, I speak to you in the mystery. You know what that mystery is? The church and Christ. Hallelujah. We are not the wife of Christ, by the way. We are the bride of Christ. Glory be to God. And he said, giving honor unto the wife. Honor is something that you place above you. Honor is something you put on a pedestal. Honor is something you, you put great value on. You see, and he says that, as you would a wicked vessel, as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be ended. He didn't say that God will not answer your prayers. They didn't say that. You see, people say wicked vessels. How many of you know what, what wicked vessel is? Say that again. Thank you, precious vessels. Of course. So your wife is a precious vessel. I'm beginning to love this brother. Hallelujah. You see, a wicked vessel is not what we think he is most of the time as in weak. Well, I'm your husband. And I will tell this by telling a story. Oh, this my good friend made a big mistake. A big mistake. Because he chose to invite me to his house. And he said, I wanted to speak to my wife. Oh. I said, okay. I can understand there's a reason why you want me to do that. What's the problem? She does not listen to me. I said, really? Okay. She does not do this. The lady is a PhD older, an intelligent person. So the moment she told me that, uh, before, I, and I said, I got there, I said to the wife, I said, I'm really starving. I'm so hungry. Would you please, sir, you don't mind if your wife makes me something to eat, just something light. And she went in the kitchen. And I spoke to her. I spoke to him privately. I said, take it easy. Take it easy. I said, what you told me was you want your wife, who is a PhD older, to be emptying a salary into your, your account. And then you'll be giving her five, five pounds. Every, every, every month. So that what for? She couldn't manage finance? You don't think she's intelligent enough? I said, no, there's something wrong, but not with the lady. Because the lady was bleeding. I don't mean bleeding physically, on the inside. I said, brother, you have not so learned of Christ. A weak vessel is not in weakness. It's actually, you know you have different types of vessels. You have vessels of clay that is very hot. You could, you cannot easily break. But weak vessels are oriental vessels. Oriental vessels are laden with gold, with 
ornaments. They're beautiful. You put them on pedestal to display their beauty, to show how you value them. I want you, and you get people to see it. You shine a light on it. That is your woman. That is your woman. You don't drive, you don't go home driving and say, I don't feel like going out. That woman, what's up? I've even forgotten her name, go papa. <laughs> your wife. Right? She is not a weak vessel like that. She is a crown on your head that God has placed there. You see. But I can go into different scriptures. It's my pet subject, really. It's my pet subject. A lot of uh, scriptures on that that people think means this. I'm women. Thank God for you. You have got such wisdom that God has given you equally with men that you don't have to wake him up and say in the middle of the night, for God's sake, can't I sleep? <laughs> you know, or you pretend you're turning over, you're getting the cake, you know. And then you say, are you okay, darling? I was just rolling over. I didn't mean to. Did I wake you up? Mission complete. You did. You see? But what about this? And some people, bless, I don't know whether it's a problem of communication, they get home. Oh, darling, I bought this from Ujo Elegba. think I bought it for 1,000 naira. And I just thought I should get you one. How much did you say you bought it? It's not that she wouldn't appreciate the gift. It's just the way you presented it. What if you are to have said, sweetie, oh my God, I love you. Guess what happened? I couldn't stop. I couldn't, I, I couldn't, <laughs> 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 you know. It's the presentation. Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Not the value, the presentation. No, did you hear that? Oh, glory be to God. So if you had gotten on and said, baby, I just can't help. I was at lunch and I was thinking about it. What would you like? And I thought, say, ooh, I think my baby would like this. Baby, try it on, try it on. Do you like <laughs> You know, try it on. I hope my mom is not. I hope my mom is not hearing this. I hope my mom is not hearing. Uh, you know, my wife in those days. Yeah, my mom came to the house and she said, she went in the kitchen with my wife. Then was good, and she said, Oh no 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 no! Don't cook it like that. That's not how the way to cook it. And I had my mom by the arm. I said, if she cook it differently, I want to enjoy it. I said, let's go to the living room. When she's done cooking, she will come and tell us. She knew exactly, she got the message. But she couldn't fault me for it. <laughs> wisdom. You have the wisdom of Christ to deal with any situation that confronts you every minute of the day. The fact that a man is shouting, jumping up and down, doesn't necessarily mean that you can reel that thing in. You say, baby, I know you're upset. What happened at work? Come on, talk to me, baby. Come on, talk. What, what would you like? And if it's something like that, cook his best meal. It's not that you are his cook. The brother, too, can cook, right? <laughs> you know, who said Amala? <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. You know, seriously, it's a life skill. It's not about... Uh, wife or husband thing. let his mind be in you that is also in Christ although he was equal with God he didn't take it to be robbery to be equal with God but he humbled himself and he said the greatest among you would be what so who wants to be the greatest among you well that simply means you're taking on the role of a servant how do you do that angel tell me where you want to go this weekend honestly <laughs> My brother is looking at me like I've just turned into a ghost. He's still... <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Hallelujah. That's what it is. It's all like a love family. We've come to a place where we're a family of God. And we don't mind our own stuff. We mind the things of others. That's what is important. Hallelujah. And... Uh, there was this, uh, there was this precious soul, who a minister brother told me, 
He said, oh, this beautiful sister, she's, I don't know, is it politically right to call it mixed race? I was going to use a different word, but that's politically wrong. I said, mixed race, and he said, they got her to shave her hair because there are demons there. You know, it was in the days of everybody's a demon minister, sorry, deliverance minister. Deliverance this, deliverance that. And everybody would like to, you know, especially, it's good to be educated in the word of God. You know? So, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. In other words, know the truth of God that is in Christ Jesus, that is given unto you to vibrate you completely. Not the way you feel, but the devil will always bully you. Sin will bully you. Who do you think you are? You can fool it. People close to you will bully you. Who do you think you are? We know you from when you were in school. You know, who do you think you are? So now you think you're born again? Yes, I am, sister. I'm born again, spirit filled, heaven bound. That's what it is. Amen. Amen. Swallow it nicely because you ought to be born again too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Where was I? I just want to know that you remember. Now you can remind me too. Where were we? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I heard what shaven. I mean, what question does that begs you to ask? What question does that beg you to? He's just begging for a question. And the question is, if they have to shave her hair because they think she's got a demon in her hair, what if the demon was in her stomach? <laughs> Doesn't it beg that question? If the demon was in her stomach, what would they do? Carve a little bit of the stomach out? Hallelujah. Well, I tell you what, I'm grateful to God to be alive today. If I didn't share this testimony in rounding up, I, I would just not feel right. But I'll make it quick. The man who stands before you stands only by the grace of God, and the grace of God is sufficient. You know, poor God had to teach Paul as well, because he grew into the grace of God. As I prayed three times, I God. And God told him, Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. In everything you have to deal with, my grace will see you through. His grace is you true today. Amen. I find myself in the hospital about close to two years ago where I couldn't walk. I couldn't lift my leg more than this. They had to cut my neck here to get my, my uh, liver sample. So this and this and this. In fact, they thought, it's never going to come back. It's never going to make it. Yeah, but God always had the final answer. Yeah. I will look up unto the hills from whence coming my help, my help coming from God. Now, David can say that he looks unto the hills. You don't have to look to the hills. He's on the inside of you. Heavenly Father, thank you that you have the final say, the final answer. All the promises of God in him are yea and amen. In other words, as if you lay hold of the promise of God, God already said yes. Before the foundation of the earth, he said yes to you. All he's trying to do is, he say amen. Oh, no, he said yes. He's put his table approval on it, and he's just getting us to church to say amen. God said it, that said it. Hallelujah. I couldn't even talk. I couldn't, not one word. Not one word. Well, thank God for medical practitioner. Is a medical practitioner here? Praise the Lord. Well, thank God for you. Hallelujah. And I was lying there in bed. I was like a bionic man. And I thought, my voice, being able to work, how is that going to happen? I was thinking in my subconscious. God spoke to me and I heard it clearly. And I tell you, it's not because of anyone is special. It's not of us, but it's unto of him. And God said, why did you allow the devil to do this to you? And I said, how? He said, you've been looking to yourself. You've been looking to everything you think you are. You've forgotten that I am your strength. I am the strength of your life. You're looking in the wrong direction. As long as I'm in you, then you are strong, no matter how you feel. Let us rise up in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Let's give Jesus a big round of applause.
Okay. I think we're done now. Do you want me to kind of minister to the people? Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us be seated for two minutes. Two minutes. Father, we thank you today. We thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for what you're doing by your spirit, by your power in this place. We establish the fullness of your glory. Thank you, Lord God, that there is a deep hunger within the hearts of your people. That, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that we will never be the same again in the mighty name of Jesus. That we will go from glory to glory. In Jesus' mighty name. We will not live by our own strength. We will live by the strength of God that on the inside of us. Bible says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ever ask, think, or pray for, according to the power that worketh in us. Father, may we come to recognize the power of the living God that is on the inside of us. We see ourselves rising up. For the light is come, Jesus Christ, the light is come. And the glory of God is seen upon our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, King of Glory. We bless you, mighty God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now look at what I'm pointing to now. Right here, excruciating pain. You have a serious excruciating pain that never goes away. And it's just right here. Down here. Where are you? Please come forward. Where are you? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Oh, glory. Thank you, Lord. Just right there. That's exactly where it is. Right there. That means it will be on that side. Oh, glory. Father, just lift up your hands. Where are the sisters in the house? Oh, glory be to God. We have more than one. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. God is a good God. You know, this is God saying to you, He's just touching your life in a marvelous way. Glory be to God. Who else is in the house? Recognizes Jesus alive and moving through us, through you. Glory be to God. Just lift up those hands in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mind, just focus on Jesus. He is the healer. Now receive your miracle in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hold on to that precious sister. Receive your miracle in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, King of Glory. You are healed, made whole, totally and completely. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. What a God you are. Thank you, Father, that you love my love with an everlasting love. And Father, I lay my hands on him right now. I got into your word. Receive in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Receive in the mighty name of Jesus, my sister. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you, sister. I, I don't mean to embarrass you. What is it that you pray for? Tell me. Are you sitting on the third seat right there? What is it? Now lift up your hands to the glory of God. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Receive now in Jesus' name. I declare by the reason of the anointing, you are totally loose and made whole. I silence every voice of the enemy and I declare and decree the hand of God mighty upon your life from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet and every voice that speaks contrary to the word of God concerning your life is silenced completely in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Do you know what? 
I was constantly looking to who was sitting on the third, second seat right over there. About two weeks ago, I was praying and I saw you under that person on that seat that I was walking. So you see, I was looking that way to see who is on that third seat. That was why I looked to see, was it you? Thank God for your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Bless you, sister. Hallelujah. Now, there is someone, someone else I want to pray for. There is, this is not a case of migraine. But when you have this headache, it's close to insanity. It's almost like you cannot handle it. It's just, it's close to insanity. Who is that person? Feel free. I mean, this is the house of the Lord. There is no embarrassment or nothing. It's almost close to insanity. When you lose, made whole, set free to the glory of God, just receive, receive. Hallelujah. I'm just going to gently lay my hands on you. Do you want me to lay my hands on you? You don't mind? Okay, there you go. Praise the Lord. Just receive it. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. You are set free and set loose to the glory of God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's give Jesus a big round of applause, shall we? God bless you, my sister. Something great is happening in your life already. Do you know that? Hallelujah. Amen. Most of the time, we just don't feel who am I? Like God, well, you got that wrong. Well, guess what? The anointing of God is upon you. And receive your miracle right now. Just receive it. Father, we thank you and we bless you. Thank you for the anointing once more. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you for the anointing. What we have, we give to the glory of God. And what we have is the power that is in the name of Jesus. Receive your breakthrough right now. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. We will sleep and sleep soundly. Your life will never be the same. The peace of God is upon you like a river. You will find a unique purpose for your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We thank God. Hallelujah. I'm going to hand over to our precious pastor. You know, when I'm, in the when I'm in a house like this, or when a minister is in a house, guess who is the pastor? Everybody submits to the pastor of the house. Whether you're apostle, whether you're whatever it is, you don't have no jurisdiction here. He does. To the glory of God. Hallelujah. Thanks. Sir, you're blessed. Thank you, sir. It's a privilege. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.